When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. Man, I really, I really thought, I don't, I don't know if you want to put this on me or if I should put this on the Broncos. I'm probably just going to blame myself for getting my hopes up like that. But I really thought that the Broncos were actually going to pull it off against the Chiefs today and end this massive losing streak that they have against them. That dates all the way back to 2015. That is now eight years ago. Happy New Year, you guys. Um, New Year, sale, the kind of the... Same Broncos, but there's a little bit of differences, and I got a statement for you. Two statements. One of them is false. Jerry Roseberg is the future coach of the Denver Broncos. Future head coach. No interim future head coach. And Russell Wilson can still be the franchise quarterback that the Broncos desperately needs. Telling you right now. One of those statements is false. There's one that's absolutely true. We'll be talking about that this week on the, the Overreactions. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to this Monday edition of Horse Tracks. I'm your host, Ross, and it's Monday, January 2nd. And it's time to talk about the Broncos against the Chiefs. Man, what a game this was. I mean, I, I gotta say that it was actually almost enjoyable to watch the Broncos for once. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still a lot wrong with this team. But it was semi-enjoyable. And I had the best time in a while watching the Broncos. Heck, uh, I don't know. In a while. We'll see. You know what? Is this the best game the Broncos have played all season? 
Man, I don't know. I don't know if I have a real answer for that one. I know you guys probably do. Uh, maybe I'll talk about them article or one of them uh, this week, of course. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into things because we're going to take a look at the game. Some of the numbers coming from it. A couple of quotes um, from Cortland Sun and Russell Wilson. And the latest injury news coming out of Sunday. Um, so, let's get into things because... This is one of the very few times where the the Broncos were mostly enjoyable to watch Um, while on offense. There are some noticeable changes. Noticeable changes have already been made. Progress is already visible for the Broncos with uh, Rosberg taking over as interim head coach with Nathaniel Hackett getting fired with... Um, their their offensive line coach getting fired, their special teams coach getting fired, making these moves, and it's just nice to not see Hackett's hand on this offense. But even with all that, there's still some old things that we uh, know and hate, and we saw those on the field. One of them being, before we get to noon, let's talk about the old and what we are still seeing from the Denver Broncos. Of course, not all these issues could be solved by making coaching changes. There are some legit personnel changes that need to be made. But there there are, um, I guess that's my little preface, these things still do exist. The offensive line still sucks in pass protection. They gave up four sacks for 32 yards. They gave up a near instant pressure right at the middle on the last offensive play of the game for the Denver Broncos that made Russell Wilson... Um, uh, kind of forced him to throw a bad pass. Uh, they lost the game. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, that should have been pass interference or not pass interference. Oh, oh, we'll get to pass interference, but that should have been roughing the passer. I mean, with the Chiefs slamming, th- uh, throwing Russell Wilson, slamming to the ground, I'm not. I'm not saying that that should or should not be a penalty. Um, I'm not going to make the argument right now. The only argument I'm going to make is per NFL rules and per you know the, the typical amount of times why the NFL calls these plays or calls these penalties, this is definitely a roughing the passer penalty. It absolutely should have been. By the letter of the law, by what the league typically does, this is always being called roughing the passer. Just imagine how quick the rest would have been to throw that flag if it was the Broncos uh, throwing down Pastor Mahomes like this. There's a Tom Brady, a Aaron Rodgers. Heck, I might as well just list every single other quarterback in the league because 99.9% of the time, that play is a penalty. That play should have been the first down for the Broncos. They should have still been alive with about a minute and a half left to drive on the game, get them that much closer to at least field goal range. At least. This, among other penalties, screwed the Broncos in this game. Among bad calls, screwed the Broncos in this game. And it this is probably this was easily the most irritating game of the season, penalty-wise. The refs were awful in this game. There's my little rant, but man, it sucked. It really, really sucked. And I am not a fan of these refs at all. They freaking blew it. That's one thing I'm sure you guys all think as well. Uh, I'm sure you're just waiting for me to go off on that. So there you go. We kind of get out of the way early, but I'll probably get back on that train a little bit later. The other thing about the Broncos that's still old news and still hurting them is the Broncos. Still pretty dang bad on third down. In this game against the Chiefs, they converted three of 12 third down attempts. That's, uh, for all you math majors out there, that's 25%. Um, Also, for good notes here, we're one for two on fourth down. The Broncos just sucked on third down 
all season long. Nothing's changed. The league average is around 39%. Um, not only this season, but from since I think it was 2001 or 2003. From like that period until last season, the the league average ended up being 39%. So that's typically um, what the third down conversion rate is going to be around. Guess where the Broncos are? I'll give you three, th- three seconds. Three, two, one. The Broncos are a league worst by a decent margin. They only are converting 29% of third downs. 29%. That's horrible. And, of course, one of the oldest things that the Broncos have been doing since week one is, once again, they lose a one-score game. This is now the ninth time that has happened this season. The Broncos now fall to 3-9 in in one-score games on the year. Not great. Not great at all. And it's just heartbreaking, heart-wrenching, gut punch every single week. Thank you, Denver, for uh, at least being in these games. Uh, but sometimes I almost rather it was just a blowout like the Rams and you didn't really have to get invested into a loss. Albeit a decent-looking loss, a promising loss. But, of course, a loss is still a loss. But let's look at the new thing here. And let's look at the reason why there's optimism coming out of Denver. The offensive play calling actually looked decent it actually played into russell wilson's strengths would you imagine that you would actually be trying to play into the strengths of the quarterback that you gave 250 million dollars to could you imagine why would you do something like that why would you want to play to his his strengths instead of forcing this guy who's had a system that's worked for him for his entire career um, why wouldn't you use that one? Or why would you use that system when you could just force him into a new system that he clearly isn't good at and just try to make him conform? Because that's what the Broncos have been doing all year. Uh, and so it was refreshing, man. Like I said earlier, Nathaniel Hackett's hand clearly was not on this game. And this is why the Broncos were calling plays that got Russell Wilson on the move with rollouts. Plenty of read option thrown in there. They even got him going in the run game too. You haven't really even seen that all season long. Um, this was one of the best completion percentage games for Russell Wilson this year. I would definitely attribute that to play calling. Um, this is so fourth best. Um, he uh, finished the game with 68.4% completion percentage. His highest game was 77.4, and that was against the Raiders in Week Six. Um, that also kind of goes into the fact that the Broncos should probably be, especially in the last game, you got to put, give Albert O a few more chances. He's way better in the past game than a guy like uh, Eric Saubert probably is. At least he's more of a weapon. Uh, clearly, we all have a dislike for him because of his extreme drop issues he had early on in the season. We haven't really seen much of him since, but with um, the injury... <laughs> Gosh, it wasn't that horrible news. Was it was it on Saturday um, that we found out that Greg Dulcich um, is going on the IR with a hamstring injury? Let me know uh, how many times. Oh, gosh, if you guys want to die, you should take a drink every single time a Broncos player goes down with a hamstring injury. Thanks, Lauren. You really suck at your job. Can't wait to see you gone, buddy. Um, 
But especially with Greg Dulcich being out last game, you might as well see what you can get from Albert O. See if you can scrap anything. I mean, he was really only brought onto the Broncos because of his relationship with Drew Locke. So instead of him just being a lost pick, try try to do something with him. He's a athletic guy. He runs. Um, he, he, he run, he's a good route runner. Has speed. Has a size. Might as well try to use him a little bit more, at least, at least I think there. Um, but going back to Russell Wilson, um, and especially when it comes to game into the run game, this was the most success we've seen him um, in terms of rushing touchdowns in the game since 2019. He had two rushing touchdowns against New Orleans in 2019. Um, he had two against the Chiefs on Sunday. The most he's had in his career is three. That's happened once, and that was against the Bills all the way back in 2012. So um, he's had now had two games in his career with two rushing touchdowns and one with three rushing touchdowns. So this is legit success, and I would love to see more of this especially if you're not able to do a whole lot with the offensive line next year, which you really better freaking be able to. Otherwise, we're screwed, and there's there's really not going to be main changes as long as this offensive line is still in the state that it is. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Before we get to some of the quotes here, just take a look at uh, some of the numbers that describe this game the most. So, uh, first number I have for you guys is six. And that is interceptions this season for Justin Simmons. That is good for the most in his career. Um, still one game more to go to, so we'll see if we can add on to that. His previous high was five, and he accomplished that feat in both 2021 and 2020. Justin Simmons is one of the best, if not the best, safety in the league. He continues to prove it. And the Broncos, just uh, in, when it comes to interceptions... The Broncos have been on Patrick Mahomes this year. Uh, the, Patrick Mahomes threw a total of four interceptions against the Broncos this season. One in this most recent game. Three in the last game. He threw one to Patrick Sertan, one to Justin Simmons, and two to Josie Jewell. So, it's nice to see the Broncos at least have success in that category against Patrick Mahomes. In the win category, not so much, but... Uh, would it really be a Broncos season or game if you weren't trying to find the moral victories here? I don't think so. Next number is going to be 328. And that was the pass yards given up by Denver in this game, which is good for the most passing yards given up by the Broncos on the season. The Broncos have only given up an average of 205.1 passing yards a game until Sunday. It looked bad and that it was like, what, eight? receivers that all caught a pass against the Denver Broncos. No, I think it might have been more than that. It was 10. Actually, if you want to count Patrick Mahomes, it was 11. 11 guys caught a pass against the Broncos. Um, that sucks. You know, the funny thing is, I mean, they had 320 yards, but only an average of 11.3 um, yards per reception. So, not bad, but that's also what happens when the Chiefs complete uh, almost uh, 30 passes. 
the Broncos did not have a strong game in that category. Last number of the game is uh, going to be 4,948. And that's the amount of rushing yards that Russell Wilson has now accrued over his NFL career. And that's good for third most rushing yards by a quarterback all time. He uh, passes Randall Cunningham in this game with his 27 rushing yards um, that he had against Chiefs. And he is only trailing Cam Newton, who is in second place, and Mike Vick um, for the most rushing yards all time. He has a very small chance of catching Cam Newton, and I don't think anyone will ever catch Mike Vick. Now, before we get to the latest injury news for the Denver Broncos command this game, let's hear from a couple of the players. First off, we're going to be listening to Cortland Sutton speak after the game. Uh, apparently, when I asked the official that threw the flag, he said that I pushed the defender in the chest to make the catch, and that's where the flag came from. But, you know, you guys can watch the film and see what happened. Yep, he's... Uh... Just kind of venting some frustrations, although he probably does in more diplomatic sense than a lot of Broncos fans, and, uh, than a lot of uh, ways that we did and when it comes to venting our frustration. Um, it was a horrible call, and it cost the Broncos a 50-yard reception and one of the very key plays in this game that could have changed the overall outcome um, on the scoreboard. Um, yeah, I, I feel like Orton Sun has to be really really disappointing in the refs this game next we're going to listen to russell wilson um this is him speaking on his teammates showing support from him during this week leading up to the game um <clears throat> it meant the world to me um uh it meant the world to me because I, I give my all every day i don't know anything less and uh so i'm grateful for these guys because um you know, they worked their bucks off, and for them to have my back, Jerry, he means the world to me how much he's worked at his, at his craft every day. Um, you know, Kendall, KJ, Tim Patrick, Cortland, uh, other guys, um, you know, um, and, you know, all I want to do is help, help this team win and us find a way to do it, and I know we're going to overcome all those obstacles, and I'm not going to blink because I know who I am. I know, who, I know the dedication I have to this game and how much, how, much it, and how much it means to me. It's meant the world to me since I was yay high when I was throwing my dad's football when he played for the, uh, for the Chargers and he had a he had painted up football when I was in the, in the family room breaking glass and all that and uh, throwing, throwing the ball to my brother. Uh, the game means just as much as it did back then and um, it means just as much now if not more. And it's because of those guys in the locker room and their love. Um, like, you know, Gary Bowles isn't even playing, but what he meant to me, what he said, and so many other guys. Um, so like I said, I believe and all I want to do is – is help this team, and we're going to go somewhere, and I'm excited about it, and uh, it's going to be worth it. Yeah, it was um, good to hear Russell Wilson just kind of speak on this. It clearly means a lot to him getting a little bit emotional there, um, and it's just nice to hope, especially with, uh, in my thoughts, that Russell Wilson can still be the franchise quarterback that this team needs. Um, it's good to see that his, you know, receiving course from the players around him are still supporting him, especially publicly as well. Um, and I, I believe in when he says that he just wants to do what's best for this team. He wants to uh, help this team win. I believe it 100%. Russell Wilson is a worker and we, we've seen that his whole career. Um, so I just hope that the play improves next season. 
um, and that hopefully the perception around him can start to change. Now, uh, just before we cap off here, the latest injury news for the Broncos. Uh, four injuries happened during this game. Who's surprised about that one? Dalton Reznor, uh, he suffered a hyperextended elbow, and he left the stadium in a sling. Uh, Marlon Mack, he went down with a hamstring injury early. Shocker on that one um, during the kickoff return. Um, he uh, left the game there. P.J. Locke, um, he went down with a ankle injury, and Damari Mathis has suffered a concussion. Yeah, wouldn't be a Broncos game without injuries. Really hope these guys just, uh, what you're going to do, probably going to keep them out the last game of this season. The Broncos are going to have a team composed of 98% third stringers. Um, and probably going to, they've broken the 20-man mark with, with Greg Dulcich being added to the IR. They broke the 20-man mark on the year that's uh, made to the IR. Uh, shoot, they're probably going to get 21. I think 21 is at least going to tie the league record for most players on the injury reserve during a season. Wouldn't be, you know, knowing the Broncos, they're going to break a record. They're going to break that record. They're going to add, add a couple more guys onto that. Well, actually, I think you only put 21 on the season, so might at least tie it. I don't know. Uh, end, end of the story is that um, the Broncos have so many injuries, and I really hope that we see a change in this next season. Um, Easily has been one of the biggest killers from them um, this year, and uh, they're not really going to be a good team if this uh, this keeps up, of course. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for tuning into this edition of Horse Tracks. I hope you guys had a fantastic new year. Um, this is going to be the year of new beginnings for um, for all you guys out there. I know that for a fact, and it's going to be a great year. I'm super happy that uh, you're allowing me into your eardrums as a way to ring in the new year. Thank you guys so much for your support. Go ahead, check us out at milehighreport.com. Follow us on all social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Mile High Report. Catch me on the Instagram. Yours truly is running that bad boy. Um, so you can reach out to me with anything that is on your mind. I do my best to respond to, to um, DMs or comments. Um, and, of course, you can catch me most Mondays on Twitch. Um, that is uh, twitch.tv forward slash MHR underscore live. Um, and... You could catch uh, me a couple articles a week. Uh, do the weekly power rankings; those drop on Tuesdays, and then fan overreactions that drop on Thursdays or Fridays. But uh, like I said, I hope you guys have a fantastic year this year. Twenty twenty three is going to be big. Um, we'll see you guys in the next uh, podcast, whichever one you're listening to. Go ahead, follow if you haven't already. And with that being said, uh, go Broncos. <laughs>